What's going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Talking in Bits, where we walk you through Bitcoin bit by bit so we can provide you with the information you need to succeed and persist. Jose here, as always. I got Ben back in the house. What's going on, man? What's up, bro? How are you? It's Bitcoin, man. We always good. I'm doing great. Another another 50K week? Another 50K, yeah. Another, uh, a lot of scared people still. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of messages. Can't knock those messages down, but... The, the messages I'm getting are just about, you know, all the other altcoins. Um, and I just, I, I say the same thing. Take your profits, buy more Bitcoin. Yeah, be careful. Right? It's simple as that. Yeah, yeah. Simple as that. Be careful. I've, I've, I've gotten that. those too. Uh, I've actually shied away from the conversation just because I would be doing them a disservice to have the conversation with them. Because as you know, I'm not an investor. For so, sure. you know, the way I feel about Bitcoin and the way, you know, that whole, you know, the whole thing is, is I'm not going to tell you that you're investing in a shit coin. But I am going to tell you, I'm yeah. not the guy to have the conversation with. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I think when you play that game, you're definitely playing with some fire. Absolutely. And we get burned. Yeah, but I, I just tell people, people, hey, yeah, re- read the Bitcoin standard, yep. you know, or whatever solid Bitcoin book it is, uh, and just understand what Bitcoin is. And I think when you do that, you see that it's superior, again, compared to every other coin. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's how I'm kind of treating it. Yeah, Tina's been going yeah. around saying um, um, it's not what you hear. Uh, I'm going to butcher this, uh, but he's going around saying it's not what you hear about Bitcoin. It's what you know about Bitcoin. Mm. Uh, so he's basically just reminding people of what you just said. Go do your homework. Yeah. Go find yeah. out for yourself what it is th- that the problems that it's solving and everything else that we've gone through. Don't just I can't sum it up for people in five minutes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and people don't know money. As did I, and I don't know money. I'm still mm-hmm. learning money. But, you know, it's one of those things mm-hmm. where it's like, I can't tell you to yeah. buy Bitcoin and make it make sense in one sentence. There's a lot right. of reasons why you should. But, yeah, I've, yeah. Gotten, the, I've gotten the Ethereum pumped up stuff, um, and I'm just like, hey. You know, the real headline that stuck out to me was, um, and I don't even want to talk about this, but the real headline that stuck out to me was uh, Vitalik having $8 billion in ETH right when they switched over to proof of stake. So mm. now him and his buddies are basically the goonies. They basically have the stake because they own the majority and they run that network. Um, mm-hmm. That's just the only headline that I'm even going to continue talking about. If that doesn't bring up yeah. a red flag to anybody listening, uh, that's yeah. cool. Uh, have fun. Uh, but yeah. anyways, this episode is dope, man. Um, if fans are wondering why we're doing this remote right now, um, we got a really good guest uh, coming on today. He's a, a minor. He's a pleb. Uh, he's a really good follow uh, on Twitter. Can, can you define what a pleb is? I think people still are... I think I that, that is. a pleb by definition is the average Joe. Uh, yep. Like if you go look it up uh, in Bitcoin, I think that definitely spreads around. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think what you're insisting or, or what you think, uh, uh, what I think you're trying to bring up is, is the fact that, you know, there's higher earners calling themselves mm-hmm. plebs, not behaving like plebs, but the plebs are saying that it's their stuff. And they're trying, everybody's trying to own titles. Uh, but yeah, if you look up the definition of pleb, it's definitely not somebody who's rich. It's just the average man, the average guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I think everybody has a different uh, spectrum on what that For income sure. status should be. Uh, and I'll give an easy example just because it's easy and, and I'm sure everybody would agree. Uh, Anthony Pomp is not a pleb. Right, but Anthony right, right. Pomp behaves like a pleb or tries to behave like a pleb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's on, you know, I don't really follow anything he's saying, but I think when the hornets come out, it's because that they kind of spot it, they smell it. Um, yeah. And I'm not the person to say if he is or not, that's not my space or whatever. Um, mm. But that, that, yeah, uh, that, what do you think a pleb is? That's what I think, I think a problem. Yeah, no, I, I think you hit it. We're, we're, we're average Joes trying to stack and accumulate and hodl. Right. Um, right. Because we understand Bitcoin and we understand, you know, the, 
government situation and the money printing situation and the inflation and like you just you see the writing on the wall so okay. we're just your average joe stacking you know working a nine to five or we're business owners or entrepreneurs or whatever yeah uh, we're you know we're not worth millions um but we're stacking bitcoin so yeah 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 no, it's, no, uh, i've well, seen some pretty well cool said. merch too was uh what, yeah uh no i'm um, just saying so well we're talking about mining today yeah yeah, uh, no, no, yeah we're no, talking no. mining today super exciting yeah, man. Um, talk about your experience so far. You've been mining for how long? Yeah, about a week and some change. Um, I think we could go into the whole conversation in, in, with Tarantula on the thing. But to answer your question, at the very beginning, uh, very bad. <laughs> uh, setup, <laughs> setup was great and everything was good, but I didn't know the difference in the pools. Uh, I jumped on slush pool just because the, the miner was kind of already defaulted with Brains OS, which is, you know, uh, slush pool work. Um, mm -hmm. but nobody, I, I thought it was going to be like, I turned this machine on and then small pieces of Satoshi start coming in. That happens in other pools. But what I come to find out is in slush pool, it's a luck pool. So, uh, somebody told me to think about it as every 10 minutes, a, a block is mine, sometimes faster, sometimes later. Somebody was telling me is think about it as with slush, you sell them your hash for 10 minutes with the agreement that if we don't find the block, you don't, you don't get paid for it. That's an gotcha. awesome way to think about it. But then at the same time, if, you guys, hit, if you guys hit a block, um, you get a bigger purse, right? Like there's no split here. There's no per hashing. It's like, a, you know, thanks for helping us out. Here's a bigger cut. So, you know, good yeah. old risk versus reward. Um, I hear the other pools, mm -hmm. uh, and maybe Tarantula could get into this. I hear the other pools are um, like that, like they kind of stream sets slowly because they pay you for the hashing, whether they find the block or not. And I think they give you a smaller mm. piece of the block. Um, gotcha. So, so it's it, more consistent money because you're getting paid whether they're finding blocks or not. But there's right. less of a reward if a block is found. Correct. So, yeah, that correct. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So you, cool. you, 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 just like volatility in any other, you know, uh, field, you either have the stomach to write it out or, you know, mm -hmm. where you can have days where you have zero blocks and you got zero money and the machine's been running all day. Um, mm -hmm. Or you could just play it safe and, you know, go into the, the, the constant streaming, but may, maybe not get what you deserve from the block. Uh, gotcha. That's a trade-off. Uh, it's very easy to switch on the fly, so you could go jump on whatever yeah. pool you want with just a copy and paste. Um, gotcha. To sum it up, because I want you to explain Compass Mining before we get our guest in here, um, I, uh, I, I stuck with Slush. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm happy with Slush uh, for many reasons. Some of them don't even make sense. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like a lot of people are probably like, well, you know, go where the sets is at. I'm more like go where the good project is at. Uh, mm. And I think something about U.S. miners getting a lot of hashing. And I, mm -hmm. and I want to be a part of that because we're going to see a lot of that in the next five years. Uh, I think leaving hashing here in the United States, uh, their version two protocol for servers, which I won't get into because I don't even understand it. But it's, it's good for yeah. miners. They were the very first ones to single, uh, signal for Taproot. Uh, yep. which means that they're a Bitcoin-friendly company. Uh, and I support Bitcoin-friendly companies, whether I have to lose a little bit of money to support them or not. So I stuck mm -hmm. with Slush Pool. It's, it's good. Yeah. We, we killed it yesterday. We're killing it today. Uh, we're killing it overnight. Like, Slush is mm -hmm. doing its thing. But it's not as big as uh, F2. Gotcha. Uh, and it's not as big as Poolin, um, which I've also looked at. Uh, but maybe Tarantula could get into that. But what about Compass Mining? I know you... you how, yeah, how so compassmining.io, uh, I've ordered two units they're going to be delivered probably end of this month um right. so they'll be online uh one of my buddies he picked up an s19 and he picked up another unit i think he's getting 43 bucks a day uh after electric and their fee 
um, with the S19, fifteen thousand yeah. dollar purchase. Um, so I mean, on a on a cash on cash return basis, he's going to get probably eighty percent back year one. And you know, as Bitcoin kind of grows in price, it's going to continue to go up. Um, right. With Compass Mining, you can choose where you're actually going to host. So they have hosting uh, Colorado, Nebraska, Canada. I'm looking at Kazakhstan. Uh, Iceland, Canada, I think they have access to China and a few other places, but they have a lot of spots in the US again, yeah. which I like. So I've chosen to send my rigs to Nebraska. Uh, they'll go question. there. Okay, if you were able to. Yeah, I'll, yep. Super yep. Dope. They'll go to, uh, they'll go to Nebraska at a 0.06 kilowatt hour uh, electric rate, which is a lot cheaper than ours here in Massachusetts. Yeah, that's dope. right. So um, I'm with that. And then I just pay them a hosting fee. And I think if I were to run that here, I feel like their hosting fee plus electric would be the same thing or close to what I'd pay for electric here. I can see that. Plus I don't have to store it and I don't have to manage it and I don't have to, you know, deal with sound. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, in my eyes, compass mining and, and any other third party um, mining, you know, company like that, they're basically, they have engineers or employees on site. They're letting customers order rigs through them. They facilitate the rig order. They get it in. They send the customer the serial number. Um, they give the customer all the detail details. They connect it to, you know, slush pool or F2 pool. I think they rec recommend F2 pool. Can you pick or F2? Or is it? Can you I think you can pool? pick. Yeah, you can. Okay. I think you can set up whatever you want. I think by default, they say, hey, we'll, we'll set up an F2 for you or, you know, let us know what it is. I think F2 um, is the biggest uh, hash rate in the world. I know like 26%. Yeah. Something crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Um, so it seems like a massive operation. So I, I'm sure they have thousands of rigs in Nebraska, thousands of rigs in Colorado. Again, yeah. for that, you know, in America, which is cool. Um, if, if something goes wrong, they'll email you and, and let you know what maintenance is, you know, if a, if a part, you know, malfunctions. Um, I'm going to place this under my business insurance. So the rigs will be insured. So if anything does go wrong, my business insurance will pay for that. So I'm not coming out of pocket again. That's a gem um, right there. It, Smart move. Yeah. It's yeah. just a way to uh, to contribute to the Bitcoin network and kind of do it passively where I don't have to, you know, troubleshoot a blown out fan or anything like that. Should something break in the future, I don't have to deal with noise or, you know, I, I don't need the space to, to set it up. Um, in the future, I obviously look forward to doing that with more space. But uh, yeah, it's sure. just a passive way to contribute to the Bitcoin network and, you know, literally mine Bitcoin and you get paid out to your wallet every day. Hella fun. So yeah. it's, I feel like you, you can't really beat that. Yeah. Um, and I feel like their fee is nominal. So um, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Interesting in hearing the, the number back and all that. I mean, it's going to be huge because uh, you paid for bigger units, correct? You yeah. 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 So okay. the, the units I got, I think they're in the um, seven and eight grand range. Okay. Um, okay. The, so, the S15 was like 15, the S19 that my boy got was, uh, was like 15 grand. Which is so, insane. You know, but yeah. Yeah. Which are, which are big units. I can see where those units are going to bring back a lot of revenue because with my little small unit, I've seen, I'm mm -hmm. seeing pretty good revenue. Uh, oh, I don't know if we caught this under recording. No, we, I don't think we did. Well, the FUD that I, when you, when you brought up uh, mining back mining. in whatever, January, I believe is when, it was, yeah. when we talked about it briefly, yeah. I didn't know pools existed. And mm -hmm. I think this is very common for the average person. So I want to debunk this here on the episode. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, well, we got a few minutes here, but yeah, what, what happened was is um, you were telling me to go that you wanted to mine Bitcoin direct, and I'm mm -hmm. just like, there's no way in hell you're going to be able to mine Bitcoin. So technically, I'm correct. Mm -hmm. There's no way in hell. Well, not, let's not say no way in hell, but the chances no, are like yeah, individually, yeah, you're you're yeah, not going to yeah. reap rewards if you you're mining solo. 
you wouldn't get the hash power that you're going to get uh, uh, to right. be able to, to, to beat these other uh, big. So I was technically correct. Right. What I didn't were, know, yeah. what I didn't know, um, you don't need to do that. You connect to a pool right. with a bunch of other people and you share the hashing power and then receive your reward. That's when the puzzle connected. That's when it was mm-hmm. like, oh, like, because now yeah. within my budget, within my strategy, well, just within my budget, within my strategy, I could buy a simple miner and still get passive income without having to worry about, mm-hmm. damn, I'm never going to solve this damn block on my own. Right, right, I'm going right, to have to spend right. $15,000 to solve this block or whatever. It's yeah. like, nah, I just got to worry about us together as a unit finding the block. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and I think it's really cool. Um, I still think that it's much easier for the average pleb, to use the word, uh, mm-hmm. go, go buy Bitcoin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you don't want to get your hands on it, if you don't want to, like you said, troubleshoot, um, if you d- just go to your favorite app and go buy some Bitcoin, it is much easier. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you could lock in some sats right now at a really good price instead of delaying, like I've had to pay for this stuff. Uh, so I'm not recommending this for everybody, but if you want to get your hands dirty, I suggest doing it on your own for the learning experience. But I think you've brought up a fantastic argument for why if for X, Y, Z, I don't have space. I don't want to deal with sound or I just don't give a shit about replacing a fan. I think it's mm-hmm. fantastic that these companies exist that'll give you the Absolutely. opportunity to, to, to make some money. I yeah, Compass really cool. Mining exists. There's a few other companies that I'm seeing. I think, you know, a year or two from now, we're going to see a lot more American companies probably take on this model as well, which is great. Yeah. America will, you know, mine more Bitcoin, which is cool. Um, yeah, we but need yeah, that hash right here. We need that hash right here. Yeah, hash wars. I, I got to get that book, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't read the book. I, um, I didn't even think about that. You could just see yeah. that, like yeah, China yeah. has a lot of the hash rate. Um, mm-hmm. And then you know, I, I, that's I don't know. It's weird because Bitcoin is global, so that whole yeah. America mindset thing probably doesn't even apply here. Um, yeah. But to me, is I like what the Marty Bents of the world are talking about and doing. I like what these mm-hmm. gas flaring states are doing. I like all mm-hmm. this stuff. So it's like I'm not trying to contribute hash somewhere else. Uh, but right. that comes at my expense. I have to pay for that decision, uh, mm-hmm. as everybody else does. But sure. um, we're about to get Tarantula up in here. Uh, we'll probably yep. talk about most of this stuff all over again. <laughs> yep. uh, but Tarantula is a real cool dude, guys. Um, check him out. I'm sure he'll give his tag and all that stuff. And All right, and we're back, guys. We got our special guest this week, uh, Hotto Tarantula, which I met on Twitter. And I'm going to let y'all know right now, Hotto Tarantula is a fantastic follow on Twitter. <laughs> You, you you get a Absolutely. little bit of you get a little bit of wisdom you get a little bit of comedy you get a little bit of uh, you get that pleb life in there you get everything with you man how's it going man I'm doing good bro life is wonderful and the Bitcoin overlay absolutely fantastic that's the best answer man that, that's the easiest answer I can get so I I wanna we were just talking about this before we jumped on the on the mic with you so I I think that you're a perfect person to answer this what is your definition of a pleb it's just a normal person. It's a regular, everyday person who's uh, just trying to make it against a, a, a world wrought with theft through inflation and, and ridiculous taxation. Damn, man, you killing these these answers, man. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, now, to to what extent uh, does a pleb is a when do you not become a pleb? In your opinion, is it when you get to a certain income? Is it when you you know pull certain tactics? When are you no longer a pleb? Let's, let's, let's talk specifically in Bitcoin. Let's just not say in the okay, average. Yeah. So uh, you saw the way Raul Powell went and uh, Nassim Taleb, like all them dudes, like 
Okay. They had a chance to like try to be like normal dudes and live like pleb life, but they went into shit coinery. And that to me, that's like, dude, you're you're outing yourself for what you are. You're you're going into ridiculous garbage that that no respectable pleb will have you with. So to me, like if you if you if you being real and a hunter. And go on that Bitcoin tip, you live in the pleb life. Once you go off point and you start acting a fool and, and spouting out trash garbage, knowing that it's gonna wreck the the honest person who's out there trying it, because you ain't pleb. That's not pleb. That's, that's not pleb. That's yeah. Wreck. Yeah. And that seems example or whatever, the stuff he was saying back to safety or whatever was just stupid. It was he was just spewing irrelevant, stupid shit. Yeah, it's it's when people are out there trying to do right and honestly, and and, uh, and they're keeping it real and and they're embracing reality. That's club, you know. Like that's the you know the normal low person just trying to get it, you know. And then yeah, some people that might have been born with some money, but everybody has their own struggles in life. Maybe they maybe they got their money because they're totally alienated from their family or something, you know, like uh, perhaps they never see them and they have that struggle internally. And some people like they hang it up over stuff like that. Like they, yeah, man. they, they stop living. And so, you know, people have different struggles, but as long as they're real about it and, and they bring it to light and they're honest, that's pleb. As soon as you stop and you go off path and you start acting a fool, Respect is gone. So is pleb life. Yeah. I'm with that. Ben, you got any questions? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I just wanted to talk about, you know, specifically um, mining from home versus, say, compass mining versus, like, cloud mining. Um, what do you prefer? What are your thoughts? You know, what do you well, see as trends with mining in general? Well, hold on, Tarantula. Let me cut you off for a sec. Uh, sorry, Ben. Uh, before you answer that, could you could you let the the listeners know, you know, how you got introduced to Bitcoin? What is it that you currently do in Bitcoin? Um, and what you you know, you, it, it, explain yourself for the people if you don't mind. Sure, absolutely. Uh, so I got introduced into Bitcoin back in uh, early seventeen. I heard about it and. It was kind of through some shit coinery tactics that were going around on YouTube. <laughs> I I had a taste with that nastiness and it turned me into an instant maximalist, right? And uh, <laughs> so fortunately, I, I made right decisions and uh, I, uh, I already knew about um, like distributed systems and, and uh, automation technology, stuff like that. So right away, I Bitcoin kind of clicked with me. Uh, I wish I would have been not let's say uh, had my eyes diverted from Bitcoin initially by the shit coinery tactics they use to promise all kinds of other uh, fame and glory that never comes <laughs> with those things. Yeah. But uh, once I noticed that what's the main thing all these people are asking you for in exchange for their caca coins, it's Bitcoin. They don't want your visa card. They don't want anything else or a check number. They want Bitcoin. And sure. so I saw that common denominator and I instantly dove deeper into it. And so that's when I learned about it and uh, discovered that 
okay, if I really want to be involved with something like this, because when I saw that how it works, I, I knew that this is, this is something, you know, and uh, that got me excited. And I wanted to be more than just interacting with it uh, to own it. <clears throat> I wanted to support it because it's the truth. And as a Sikh, I am a firm believer that the truth is timeless. It's the only way to live. So that okay. is, you know, something that I am adamant about in every day and until and till my last. And so I knew that if I could support that, it, it would, you know, it helped me, you know, personally, because I lost my father when I was young and, and that was difficult. And I always kind of was looking for something to do with myself, you know, somehow to spend my time. Right. And right. so getting involved with Bitcoin, well, I used to, I used to like mess around with, you know, automation equipment, like my trucks and stuff and just kind of like saving equities. But then when I saw Bitcoin, I was like, Oh my God, this is, uh, this is insane. So I, I went head in, like I, I bought R4 mining equipment, Antminer R4. That's uh, how, like that's before the S9. Yeah, <laughs> nice. The S9 is pretty old. So yeah, I, uh, I started buying, I bought some of those and I, I started mining and I, uh, <clears throat> I had my wallet set up and everything. And my first wallet was a paper wallet. <laughs> oh, wow. And I, and I had to sweep it uh, because I was mining to the paper wallet. And I swept that, and so I swept that into a cold storage device, and it was a ledger. Honestly, that was, but uh, after their data breach, I, I quickly emancipated myself from that. <laughs> yeah, <drug>. same here. <laughs> and and uh, I, I promptly got myself into a cold card setup. <laughs> yes, sir. So, yeah, but, I, but yeah, I second that, that. But yeah, that, that my introduction into Bitcoin was then and there, and and uh, and I got into the mining, and I I was mining. Um, <clears throat> The Bitcoin that I was mining, uh, I was just keeping, right? And I wasn't living on that. I kept my W-2 job so that I could pay the cost of operations for the mining stuff because I didn't want to trade that <laughs> for yeah. anything. Yeah. So I um, I just I kept moving with it. And then I, I made some good decisions by sticking with the W-2 work for a little bit because I was with a, a large e-commerce distributor, uh, for groceries, uh, Kroger corporation. And, uh, so that allowed me to, uh, learn a lot, uh, in regards to like automation and, 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 and building out, uh, warehouse systems, uh, and, and making everything function remotely. Yep. Uh, because after in 2020, I, uh, ended up <clears throat> joining a natural gas producer who was one of the first people to mine Bitcoin off of natural gas. And we have been doing that since uh, in 2020. Uh, and so my operation I, uh, that I had going, I ended up going in with him as a partner. And then uh, later on, we, we picked up a third guy and we, we are now midstream enterprises uh, and we're mining natural gas <clears throat> off of abandoned wells and, and whatnot. And we're working our way into Florida as well. And so it's, it's been a pretty incredible journey uh, the whole way. And, uh, the experience I got through the W2 work, I was able to implement it into my mining operations now, because now I'm actually, uh, chief technical officer of midstream enterprises and, uh, oversee the expansion of the actual, uh, and deployment of the actual, like mining equipment itself and everything else. And I was able to bring the automation and distributed systems, uh, information that I obtained through the, uh, 
previous work in the fiat world where I was mining fiat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so, I mean, it's weird, uh, the path that I was on, like, and how it got to where I am right now, uh, <clears throat> with Bitcoin, but, uh, it, everything kind of like happened in, in, in a certain way. And for a reason, it seems like, you know, and, yeah. but at the same time, I was also making proactive moves in the right direction to ensure that I could, you know, become independent of the fiat system and, and do what I'm doing now. Uh, if I wouldn't have been proactive and doing for myself and, you know, rent seeking like a lot of other people out there and just waiting yep. for a handout, I definitely wouldn't be sitting here talking to you guys. That's for sure. Mm. Yeah, definitely got to be proactive about it. Yep. Uh, every uh, before I, I still want to get to Ben's question because that is important. But I, I am curious on can you walk us through quickly the process between you said well mining? I've I've heard of the gas flares. I haven't heard of the well. How does that work? Well, so you'll have abandoned gas wells that are either not able to get the uh, product to the market. Mm-hmm. or else it may not be producing enough for them to actually want to try and invest the money to retrieve the product and bring it to the market. And in either instance, we can bring the market to the molecule mm-hmm. because through data transmission and just putting our data center on the wellhead and either stimulating the wellhead or running the active um, MCF production that's there per day, we can essentially generate you know, revenue from something that the landowner had abandoned, you know, pretty much. Yeah. And the other thing about the abandoned wells is they're leaking methane into the atmosphere, right? And methane is 30% more harmful and dangerous to our atmosphere than CO2. Mm-hmm. And so doing, through doing this, what we're doing, we're actually providing a, a, a helpful service by removing these fugitive emissions from the actual atmosphere released from the abandoned wells. And so that's just a, a net positive for the overall game. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, that's what we do. We go and we locate these assets that are decaying or abandoned and not, not operational, and we refurbish them uh, so that they're no longer leaking methane out into the atmosphere like they were before or, and, uh, also providing value back to the community in the form of, uh, we can provide jobs, locate to technicians who need to service the equipment. And, uh, also, uh, we're helping out the members of the community who had lost their assets to the actual, uh, the, the process where the well yeah. went So mm. that's powerful stuff. It's a win-win-win then. Yeah. Um, now, now you measure electricity in kilowatts. How, how, how does the measurement work for gas? Uh, well, like per- that's based on um, a lot of different factors. You got um, some gas might have moisture in it and it's rated on BTUs and everything. And so I have my partner, he's one of our founders, he's our founder, uh, Marshall. Yep. He's out there and uh, scouting these gas wells because he knows exactly like uh, what's required in regards to the geology. Uh, so there's uh, there's a couple of different factors in regards to how much energy your gas can produce at one time, uh, because each well doesn't produce the same amount of gas, obviously, and the quality of that gas differs from well to well. So okay. these are factors that we have to take into account and uh, and investigate before we just go ahead and like pick up an asset. Yeah. Awesome. Really cool. So I guess we can naturally flow into that question. Ben's question, uh, uh, home mining, uh, you know, uh, 
What are, what are the other ones, Ben? Yeah, yeah no, just, I mean, uh, mining from home versus mining through a company that, you know, orders a miner for you, plugs it into their electricity and maintains it for you versus, you know, cloud mining. Um, any thoughts on those? Any preferences? Well, um, so my, my thoughts on the cloud mining is that if they're doing cloud mining, essentially, they should be doing exactly what the other people are doing. Yeah. Except for they're just financing you the equipment, right? Problem with that is there's not a lot of transparency through any of that from mm. what I've seen in the past. Yeah. And they want you to roll your profits back in to get more terahash and and because the difficulty rate increases and everything else, over time mm. you will not get anything really back in return for that. It's cloud mining. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it'd be easier for you to just buy the Bitcoin and most likely that's gonna Sit be better route you know yes you can't take and i mean you can try to project the the next difficulty adjustment uh, i mean based on two weeks but you don't know where it's going to be seven months uh, if you have a one-year-long mining contract cloud mining contract and so you may have been able to buy X amount of Bitcoin for that mining contract, whereas if the difficulty level goes up on that and to an extraordinary degree, you're not going to be as profitable as you you thought you were going to be. That's and so it kind of That's very all, all your models are now wrecked, as Michael Saylor would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All your models are destroyed. That's 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 the thing. Yeah, so, I, I didn't yeah. think about that at all. You're right. Yeah, the future could yeah. change, um, and difficulty could definitely increase, and then that yeah, exactly. no, your numbers go out the window for sure. Correct. Mm-hmm. If we look, at, just take a look at all the hash rates for all the different caca coins out there, mm-hmm. and then you look at the hash rate for Bitcoin. It almost looks like the actual <laughs> log price of Bitcoin in the direction it goes. <laughs> it's yeah. like. Mm-hmm. And we're in the exahash zone. It's insane. Uh, the other coins out there, they just—they ain't doing nothing. Yeah. They're just like a flash in the pan in regards to hash rate. It's a joke. If you want to base your network security and protocol on that, you're gonna be POS and all day long. And I'm not talking about proof of stake. Your network is a POS. Yeah. It ain't strong. It's, it's, it's weak and, and easily infiltratable. Yeah, and yeah. So can you, to, to, can, you explain, <laughs> can you explain how the higher hash rate actually helps with that security and actually helps with uh, securing the network? Well, I mean, it's based on the necessary requirements to solve the algorithm based on its difficulty. Yeah. So that's why they say that a 51% attack, you know, you can harness X amount of computing power to go and hit that protocol and pretty much own it. Yeah. And so Bitcoin has established itself in such a substantial way that it is not financially or economically sound or viable uh, like in regards to an idea to even try and host a 51% attack like that literally it would destroy anything value-wise that you could possibly conceive of obtaining from it yeah yeah i, I like that, that the game theory yeah i i, I like yeah, so the fact the that is, yep. right so so you already understand that, that so but with these other coins no game man it, it's it's game over out the gate yeah, because if you, as a node operator or as a miner, decide to play the dirty card, 
all the Bitcoin that you could ever get are going to be worthless because everybody's going to leave the market. <laughs> well, so you're going to steal a bunch of fool's gold is what's about to happen if you try to do something dirty in the system. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're essentially shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so now... the the, now, the Go ahead. The home, oh, I'm sorry, I wanted to continue uh, with the, the question Ben you know, had about the home mining. Yep. Uh, I believe in home mining. I started out like that. And mm-hmm. I mined in the red uh, for a lot of profit loss, but it was because I'm passionate about what Bitcoin is at its core. It's it's freedom. Mm-hmm. I have family in other countries and, and I've witnessed the banks destroy their money in real time. And, mm-hmm. and I've seen this suffering myself. So Bitcoin is very real in regards to solving problems for me. And so that's why I was willing to mine at a loss. And I, and I'm proud to say that I do that because Bitcoin is worth doing that in my opinion. And so, absolutely. Um, Incredible. Yep. Anyways, the, the, the coin now is, is uh, doing pretty good. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not for not, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been seeing, uh, um, uh, you know, we could go right into pools. If you're done with the question, you're done with the question. Oh, or? Well, I was going to say that yeah, to, uh, to finish with that, the home mining thing is that yeah. it helps to decentralize the mining. I don't feel like that it should be just for big players who are like, you know, running, you know, peta hashes and exit hashes worth of equipment. Um, yeah. I think that it, it helps that it, everybody does it because it, it, it truly should be decentralized, you know, uh, smaller pools are excellent too, because, uh, Home miners, if they want to mine smaller pools, you know, that's great because it helps with preventing the bottlenecking of regulations. If they really wanted to hit miners, they could slap the pools, you know, because that's where they all have to converge. It's a bottleneck. So if you're decentralizing the mining and you're having smaller miners at home, you know, and they're running these smaller pools, that's just that's fabulous for the network, you know. And, and I support that fully. And, and I have an R4 that I still have running in the basement because of that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I test, um, I, I test out S9 equipment, uh, from the field and stuff. Sometimes, uh, if I'm not making it to the shop, sometimes I'll bring it to the house and test it there. But it's, you know, it's, um, <clears throat> mining at home is, is something that I believe if, if you're only in it for a profit, make sure you do your homework. Uh, if, if uh, if you're afraid of risk, you know, uh, mining is riskier than owning Bitcoin outright because mm-hmm. you deal with difficulty, equipment failure rates, and things like that. So, mm-hmm. if you're passionate and you have life experiences like myself, where you've been to other countries, you lived, you, I grew up in the Caribbean, and I traveled all the states: Chicago, Philly, New York, back here. Now I'm out in the sticks, where I love it, and where you've if you've seen things, you'll be more prone to probably mine uh, because you know what it, what it's hitting for and what it's hitting against. And so that's my viewpoint on all that. <laughs> yeah, cool. no, I cool. love that. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I, I don't, it's too early for me to tell if I'm making a gain on this purchase or not. Uh, but it, it's just what I can give back to Bitcoin. I do agree with, that's the same reason I got a note as well is because I want to be able to contribute to this, you know, this network, this protocol that has basically done so much for me in such little time. Uh, so mm-hmm. man, as you were saying that I was just shaking my head, like this is spot on. That's exactly why yeah. I chose to buy one and deal with the noise and deal with the potential breakage and all that stuff, because this is much bigger than what the hell is happening to me. Uh, and mm-hmm. if I can help, that's fantastic. Um, okay. let, let, let's talk about the pools, man. 
because I yeah. stuck with slush. And in the beginning, I was nervous about being with slush. You told me I, w- I was gambling with my sats. You made me nervous. So I, what do you, what's your take on pools, man? Well, how does a newbie get into pools and, and what should they look out for? I, I would say that uh, depending on your situation, like, okay, I like slush pool. I mind slush pool. Okay. And, uh, and uh, you know, they hit blocks sometimes and, and you get passed. And, and I like that. Uh, but there's also other pools that are out there that, uh, that they just pay out. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. it, and it's not like uh, there's no lottery or anything like that. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's like a, fu- like a PPS plus transaction fees. And, right. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. There's, there's a few different types of pools. You know, you got PPLNS, FPPS, and FPPS plus. And I think Slush Pool is going to FPPS plus. Nice. Uh, I don't remember. I haven't looked at their pool, honestly. I'm ashamed. It's been a couple of months. Uh, I've been involved with a uh, uh, corporate mining pool uh, lately. And, uh, and uh, we're mining. Uh, <clears throat> we're not mining slush at the moment. We're, we're shift. We'll be shifting uh, towards that uh, possibly, though. Uh, if if uh, another pool that we're in right now isn't isn't uh, favorable, but uh, I personally like my R four in the basement uh, that I keep going just for nostalgia purposes, yeah. like as a home miner. I mine that pool, that thing on an anon pool. There's uh, zero login for that pool that I mine that on. It's a full paper share pool, and it's um, all I do is plug in my address and uh, go. It, and go uh, to work. It automatically mines directly to my cold storage, and I don't have to uh, log in anywhere. I just go to the pool site, throw my worker name in the address bar there, and it takes me right to it. There ain't no get your email or get get your information and none of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's I love kinda, that. It's, it's, it's like old school, you know? <laughs> now, so, and, now I know what you mean when you were uh, sending me the messages and telling me, you know, that non-KYC mining is the way to go. I didn't know that that was even a thing. But I agree. If I could avoid putting in an email, I'm with you. Well, I mean, I'm all about, you know, keeping my privacy and decentralizing it. And and it's a smaller pools that I run like that and, and utilize and and. Sometimes you got to look for them, but they're out there, you know, yeah. and uh, they're legit and they pay all right. Uh, and sometimes the fees are actually lower because they're trying to grow their pool, you know? Yeah. And so they're not, uh, they're not wrong with them. Uh, they're just different because you got to figure out, you got to navigate the site to find the stratum. It's not all one, two, three, four of you, like the F2 pool or slush pool, because they want to guide you right in there. These guys, you know, they're, they're more like kind of running a smaller deal. And so they don't have the resources to dedicate to all the pretty graphic user interface screens. You know, they're like pretty right. basic looking websites that you can, you got to find the stratum on the site and then, and then just, you know, use your address that you're going to mind to. And, and it's very simple, but sometimes simple is harder for some people when it comes to them being used to like exceptionally, uh, like nice graphic user interfaces like you get on slush and like F2 pool and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, you see an old, like a, a young site that looks like it's all basic text and HTML. You're like, uh, 
is that a is that real Bitcoin mining? <laughs> yeah, you think it's a scam, yeah. <laughs> but it, if they're they're real, they're out there. And you just gotta you gotta know the people, I guess, like myself who who do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I expect I, it. Yeah, I I can relate that to uh, to nodes. Um, people go to get Umbro for a node because they have a really beautiful UI, but it's not open sourced. But what they really should be getting is a Raspberry Blitz because it's open source, but they don't because the UI is absolutely trash. Isn't uh, the I thought the get umbrella I thought they I thought they posted their source code on GitHub. Didn't did they not? I, I think it, it might be up there, but they don't have the MIT license. Oh. Yeah. So you, you can't really much do anything with it. It's sort of like, hey, you can see it, but oh. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so, but they're getting a lot of crap for that. Did they change it? I don't know. But um, I have a Raspy Blitz. And yeah, it's like you said, it's a little rough around the edges, but it's truly, truly, you know, um, open source. And I can see everything and know what to do with it. And, you know, so, but, but, but right to the same example, the UI on Get Umbro is like easy. So you can click a button and you get the node going. Yeah. Uh, and I think people love that stuff. Um, so. I'll be honest with you. I, um, my wife, uh, mm-hmm. she, she wanted to do what I do. And so she, I helped her. She built a get umbrella node. I run a, uh, I have Raspi and I yep. also have a, my node and I also run an SSD on an old laptop Linux with uh, Bitcoin core. I got like four or five nodes in my house. So you got node <laughs> after node after node. Each one is on its own, uh, SIM card too. Cause I have each one hooked up to a mobile router so it's interesting <laughs> everyone's on a different network <laughs> oh, i like it yeah truly split up all over the place and and so with that i like i like to get umbro uh the way it's set up because it was easy for somebody who's not super technical like you're right. saying uh yeah. but but yeah they had, they, why wouldn't you throw your mit all that stuff is just a little bit beyond me i guess they have their reasons but yeah, whatever. I mean, so far, uh, their their product seems pretty pretty good and it's legit. I I run their I was running their BTC pay server until I had uh, issue with the node uh, that I had connected to it, uh, and so got to take care of that. But I mean, otherwise, uh, they're, they're not a bad node. Uh, they're decent. They're legit. Um, but I, I I'm like I'm with you. Uh, I like my Raspberry and uh, and uh, <clears throat> my my easy peasy no KYC. Coin pool, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we should be decentralizing pools more. Uh, I understand that miners want to find the next block. It makes it more profitable for your pool and everything and everything. Yeah, I get that. But smaller pools is a way to skirt, reg- you know, where regulators can come in and hit us. So yeah. we should not be afraid of utilizing smaller pools sometimes. Yeah, I, I agree. With I that. agree with that. Yeah, um, I mean, right now there's legislation going through in New York where they're they're trying to pass it where Bitcoin can't be mined in New York, and it's just you know the, right. the regulation war is going to be a pain. So I totally agree with you on that. You know, fuck themselves and, over, and, yeah. and it's like they're really shooting themselves in the foot here. I mean, yep. why would you do that? You really just guaranteeing that you're going to be left in the dust. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm fortunate that. <clears throat> In Kentucky, they actually just put uh, legislation through. It's supposed Four to help minor, Bitcoin man. miners. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, good spot to be, my man. So I think New York is making a mistake, uh, but hey, it's their state to make mistakes in. I don't have to live there. <clears throat> yep, definitely. Yep. Yeah. 
So Tarantula, where do you see, I guess, the Fed and regulation, especially with the Biden administration and Janet Yellen, you know, they're talking about cryptocurrency needs to be looked into. And uh, I mean, they, they have a very aggressive tax uh, plan that they're trying to push through right now. In five, 10 years, where do you where do you see that kind of playing out? And how can we kind of protect ourselves and protect our investment? Well, when it comes to those who like to take through force, there's one way to protect your investment. You know, it's, uh, you just have to make sure that you hold everything in Bitcoin. Um, so in from five to 10 years from now, honestly, there's no way that anybody can tell what the regulations are going to be. It's going to be another administration coming in, right? right? So what they put in now, it could, I mean, it could be taxed. So, I mean, I'm a hodler long term, so I don't concern myself with the next five to 10 years. I mean, I'm honestly more concerned that uh, there will probably be like <clears throat> more of a, an issue with the, with the money and, and uh, the people will lose their faith in that to the extent that you're going to have to protect your Bitcoin more, more or less uh, from the scams and, and the and the third parties trying to custode because in custody of it and stuff like that and uh, and then you're not able to get it back from them things like that uh yeah but but i mean like the uh, with the administration i guess the only concern would be if you're planning to sell your bitcoin anytime soon right agreed yeah i saw a tweet that it said you know I'm going to hold, uh, they're a hodler and they're going to hold on to their Bitcoin until the IRS just collapses. You know what I mean? That's the plan. And if it doesn't that, happen that, in their lifetime, <laughs> then their kids get it. You know, I uh, have similar plans, my friend. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a tweet after my own heart. Yeah. It might've been your tweet. I can't remember who tweeted it, but uh, yeah. yeah, it was good. Came on my timeline. I will say too, uh, when you start fucking with the money and people start to go nuts, there's also another way to defend your Bitcoin. Bang, bang. Mm. So, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, that's it, that's the part that I kind of think it's you know because uh, as a Bitcoiner, I obviously want you know the fiat to die, right? Like one of those things. Like, but what my biggest fear of that is that is that the people that are not aware that don't have the escape vessel vessel like we do mm. uh, are going to start coming for other people's stuff. Um, and, and, and it could get vicious out there. So that second mm -hmm. amendment for, for a person from, from Massachusetts who, who never really cared about such a thing, that second amendment is very prevalent right now. For mm. sure. All day. Yes, sir. All day. What there you got there, go. man? Hit me. Yeah. Oh, SMB, nah, okay. shields. Oh, okay. I, I just ordered one of those. A smooth shot, yeah. I take it. All done. I'm over here doxing myself, but hey, it's whatever. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. Uh, that's the message I have to send to anybody who thinks they're going to forcibly take through, you know, over taxation uh, or, or by physically coming here. Because... <laughs> I mean, I'm not giving up my Bitcoin through Texas. I, yeah. I, I might, I might be booking a cruise trip here soon, and you know, going to shore. And on the way, there might be a boating accident. So if, yeah, if, if they, they want to, if they want to try to uh, get strong, you know, it's not hard to to, to memorize 24 words, and right. then all of a sudden lose everything else. Yeah, Move I'm with on. you. On. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, so, all right, so if you were to guess where, where this is going when it comes to them getting to your Bitcoin, do you think they're actually going to be successful or you think it's more of an adoption where they're just going to have to play ball with us? It's, I think that they're going to try and run the system alongside of it. I think they're going to try and, I, I feel like they're going to try and take a cue from China on the central bank digital currencies. You know, like how China's working that whole uh, system right now with their citizens. Uh, I yep. think that, I think that central banks are going to try to issue digital currencies and that uh, like smaller banks will probably try to institute uh, Bitcoin custodies for clientele, like JP Morgan's offering their big guys right now. And uh, also the office of the comp currency controllers said, uh, that uh, they'll allow, they said this a year ago, actually, that they're uh, in 2020, that they'll allow for banks and credit unions to custody Bitcoin for clients. It's yep. just they, how, how they're going to implement it. Uh, so I think that uh, they're going to try and manipulate the system the way they have been doing still in their POS manner, you know, their, their, their money printing money. Uh, and they're going to try and run alongside Bitcoin, I think. Uh, and then at the same time, I think they try to implement some pretty nasty tactics in regards to, uh, you know, scaring people with taxes and other things like that. Just you know, so they can try to drive that that inequality gap and get people to to let go. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, how do uh, before we continue? I don't want to lose all this value. Uh, is, did you change anything in your mic? Your mic is kind of acting up right now. Like we can hear oh, you, but oh. you're robotic. Still robot? Oh no, nah, that's that's a million times better, brother. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we did we did get all that. Huh? Well, the Bluetooth battery gets low, it tacks up. So. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Cool, cool. No, it's gotcha. good. Yeah. So, um, so you, you brought up now let's talk about securing, right? Cause besides the, you know, bang, bang, <laughs> um, are you like the super, super paranoid guys when it comes to your Bitcoin security? Or are you just basic, Hey, let me throw it in my cold storage and I'm okay with that. Without giving too much, of course, because I know everybody's I, security I is. I'll say that I utilize multi-sig <laughs> and yeah. that I, I don't keep my seed trays in the same location as my hardware device. <laughs> and I also yeah. do not, uh, I do not keep my hardware device in my house. And, and so, and neither is the seed phrase. And so I, yeah, I, I get, I feel some sort of way about my Bitcoin. I also utilize VPNs and other uh, forms of obfuscation online. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, if somebody really wants to, you know, get my Bitcoin, they're going to have a hell of a time. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm, I'm starting to set up those fortifications too. They are, they are not, I'll be dead before they get it. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that man. And then family will know how to sweep it. So yeah. <laughs> love it. Yeah. No, I, I, I love Bitcoin paranoia. I think everybody has a different method of doing their thing, but I think at the end of the day, that's what brings the, the cleverness is the, how high is your paranoia for this thing? How creative can you get with well, it? Yeah. I have to say one thing though. Um, complexities are enemies to security sometimes. I've seen, I've seen people lose Bitcoin because they were too paranoid also. So mm -hmm. you have to know what is what you have to know what your comfort level is. And also you have to be realistic with what you're storing. If you're just storing a few hundred dollars of Bitcoin, you know, <laughs> or are you storing multiple Bitcoins? Do you see what I'm saying? So yeah. based on that, it also helps to determine the level of security you need to be 
you know, implementing. So yeah, I'll shoot back. I'll shoot back a little bit on that one just by simply saying that um, I still would value a few hundred dollars because of what this thing is about to do. But with a few hundred dollars, you can start learning your systems, right? You can start learning your hardware wallet. You can start learning how to make transactions. And that- I was, well, yeah, I was going to uh, finish with um, okay. if you do accumulate a few hundred dollars, mm-hmm. um, at that point, now you're in a position, you have enough Bitcoin that you can start learning how to interact with it. Yes, sir. You know, you can you can get a hardware device, you can send it from exchange to in, in a small amount at first just to get comfortable with it, then then maybe fifty dollars, then then a hundred, then two hundred, you know, because like to me a few hundred dollars is like five, six, seven, eight. So if if you got, you know, if you're getting right to that point, then okay, start looking into further in your your opsec because you know, you're about to cross the thousand dollar threshold and <clears throat> Some people, you know, they look at that as like that's their savings marker. So where they start their savings marker. And, and so wherever you start your savings marker, like where this is in, like more than just, you know, this is what I'm using to learn with, then that's where you need to start implementing the operational security, even just for sleeping well at night purposes, if that makes sense. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. Peace but ultimately, mind. I think that's what it comes down to. Are you able to sleep well at night the way you got your setup? Yeah. Good yeah. No, I, I got to say, yeah, I've gotten into, um, I've been trying to, you know, code a little bit, um, uh, you know, and Bitcoin, but I've been basically what I'm trying to say is I've been learning about multi-sig in a deeper sense, like how it actually works. And I'm mm. just, I'm just blown away by how these, you know, these scripts just happen on the fly. And it ensures that these two X pubs or, you know, three are the only ones that have access to the, the output of this transaction. It's, I'm just blown away. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm just blown away that the system does all this in the background and the user has no care in the world. It just works and is guaranteed to work. And there's no, as you know, there's no trust necessary. Uh yeah, multi-sigs are very impressive stuff, man. Very impressive stuff. So I'm this is a question that you're probably is a no-brainer for you, but I'm gonna ask it anyways. Is there any place on the internet that's funner and better than Bitcoin Twitter? Um Oh, I thought yeah. this was a, a sure shot. <laughs> There's a website that I have been utilizing as a Bitcoin faucet for a while now. And they've been around since 2013. And I, I don't know why their link always gets blocked by me, for me on Twitter when I retweet it. But I've won literally thousands of sats through this site and, and, <laughs> and they got this little spinny wheel and, and you could win like 34 sats 340 sats 3400 sats and last year it was even higher it was like it was like 6000 sats and like whenever bitcoin's lower they raise it up and it's because it's based on a percentage dollar yeah. base but uh it's just a faucet and it's got this stupid free spinny wheel and uh because it's free sets and and it's yeah. like a little game. I'm like, yeah, get the sets, get the sets, <laughs> and, and I get Second all hyped sets. and excited. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, Twitter's fun, but I ain't getting free sets, man. <laughs> no, yeah, that that's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to send no money anywhere like stupid fold card. I don't have to damn spend money on nothing like stupid fold card mm-hmm. or hey, lolly or nothing. I just click the stupid click a spin. button and get money. I get Boom, money. Sets. Get those that sats, is better, yeah. but uh, but I ain't gonna lie, I do love my full car, man. Something yeah. about you know paying my electricity bill and getting dough back is it, it, dope, man. and just mm-hmm. doing shit that I got to do anyways, you know. 
No, no, I'm with that fully, fully. And, and I have full card, don't get yeah. me wrong. I, I, it doesn't get as much use as it used to since the spinning went the way it went. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's trash getting, now. They're getting better with it. They're trying to do better things with it. I don't I won't dog them too hard. But yeah, uh, yeah. I like hey, what they're doing. I don't gotta spend nothing on this other. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, yeah, no, I respect that. We're gonna have to uh, you have to provide that link for everybody and we'll put in the show notes for sure. I, I'll just, you know, they can hit me on my DM. I'll, I'll give it to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you the link in the DM and you can post it up for them. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Is that the only faucet that exists? I'm surprised there's a faucet still around. No, there's, there's a couple, but they're becoming less legit. Like they, they're giving out less or they're, they're, they take forever to reach any type of menial way to get a payout off of it, you know? Gotcha. Like you got to yeah. stack for until infinity and beyond before you'll be able to withdraw. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, um, I mean, if you win in a few thousand sats at a time, you know, I've actually made withdrawals three times from this faucet off the wallet that I accumulate in there in the course of the, of the <laughs> last like year or so. Uh, and, and I've been using it for longer than that. So it's actually been a few more than just a couple of withdrawals. But I mean, that's just because the Bitcoin prices went up. The sats they give you back now is less. So it yeah. takes longer to get the withdrawal, you know? So, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm with I mean, but that's what it is. And it's cool. It's, it's fun. It's exciting. It's like, because I don't gamble or nothing and, and I don't really drink or nothing. I just like, little stupid nerdy stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that nerdy I'm stuff like, making money though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny that those faucets used to be like literally give out whole coins. Like when they first came out, those faucets were giving like eight, ten coins just for you showing up. It's okay. Fucking, it's incredible. It's I mean, crazy. obviously that was a while back, but that's fucking yeah, yeah. incredible. Yeah, that was back in like 2012, probably 2013. <laughs> but imagine if you spun one of those little wheels back then and you still got those coins right now. Like that, the the, uh, the energy that you just built right there without doing anything. <laughs> yeah, Man, that's why I keep playing it though. <laughs> you, you try, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie. I, um, Fold had the Cinco de Mayo fold today, and I was trying Ooh. to spend I was trying yeah. to spend some money because they got the little Bitcoin slice there. You can land and get the Bitcoin. So, um, so but the so cool I thing about it is, is if you don't get the Bitcoin, you still get five percent sats back on everything. I think it's only so. like twenty four hours, but oh, that's cool. That's cool. So. Twenty four hours, Cinco de Mayo. Five, right? Yeah, all yeah, of them are five, and one, one of them is yeah, a Bitcoin. Yeah, and just to fu- just to fuck with me, they made me land right on the Bitcoin one right before it. Like you know, <sighs> just <laughs> just to get me to spin again. Yeah, you use that spinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fold is dirty because they'll give you like three spins, and then they give you shitty prizes. So you want to keep spinning because you're just human, <laughs> and you just want to keep going for it. Fucking yeah, nuts. Man. Bitcoin casino. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes it'd be hitting though. I remember getting like ten dollars in sets for buying a book. Some people just be yeah. buying stuff to to spend that thing, and that yeah, is you could true. just be buying Bitcoin. <laughs> nah, yeah, nah. I'm just paying my bills and doing basic shit, but like That's groceries right. or whatever. But yeah, yeah. yeah one one that. time, one time I bought a, a fifteen dollar book, which actually was my book, and they gave me ten dollars back in sets, and I'm like, oh, Dope. this thing just Word. paid itself off. That's real awesome. But yeah, that that's a. Like, you know how people talk about dollar sat parity. That's a real thing, in my opinion. It will happen. And uh, that faucet that I was just mentioning, when that day occurs, man, that faucet alone will make me a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I always tell people about that dollar for sat thing, too. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't wait till it gets there, but... Oh, well, the yeah. way that they're printing money and... Uh, okay, so quite literally, their system can't keep going unless they keep printing money. 
right. fact, they need uh, they need people to stay in their financial ruin so that they can keep you at the on that leash because yeah. if you make enough money that you don't have to go to work well who's going to cook their food who's going to clean up their cars who's going to do their laundry who's going to they the the world was built and designed by these banking a-holes to literally keep us poor yep. so that we have to serve it, there's no way out of this horrible system except through Bitcoin. Literally, inflation is skewed to make you think it's somewhere where it's not. Taxation is implemented at a rate that exceeds what you will be able to uh, keep your wages going at. Like, you won't make an increase in your salary that's equivalent to the rate taxes will increase and inflation will increase. Period. And because of that, people are, unless they're creating their own value and finding a new way, like, like I found a guy who's mining Bitcoin on gas and I was smart enough to join forces with him because I knew mm. it was a new way and it was, it was a new thing. And, and it was a new way to create value. And, and unless people can do that for themselves, they're stuck in that nine to five. Yeah. And, and that is literally designed to keep them there it is this that nine to five is designed to keep them there until they're like 70 80 yep and they yep. think that their 401k will support them but uh that that whole system is just as flawed and manipulated as the, as the money system <clears throat> you yep. know like your when your loaf of bread costs fifty dollars your your 401k that appreciated by 140% over 20 years doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's and that's, pointless. that's on a good day. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it just doesn't matter. You are literally going to be a financial slave until the day you die because of the way the system was built. It was built by individuals with, you know, like, that just can't give it up you know and bitcoin scares the hell out of them yeah yeah <laughs> I love it. and it should and it should yeah so, i see i see it all the time man like the, the people that uh you know retire and then have to come back like a few months later because they don't have you know the means to continue to push forward uh and you're right it, it's, it's set up uh, i had a coworker who was an older guy the other day that was telling me something really cool where he was like hey man um these guys are the slickest bastards of all time because they were able to uh, um, de-risk themselves by giving people pensions by forcing them to do 401ks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, He's like, now, now there's no risk on the, on the employer whatsoever in the long run. They don't right. have to pay you nothing, but they right. give you a 401k that they give you 1% or 2% match, but yeah. they have no risk now because all they can say is, oh, well, the stock market crashed. That's on you. That's right. Yeah, man. And that no. I, I, I never pieced a pension with a 401k together. I'm like, these motherfuckers no. are slick. No skin in the game. So they just do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, man. Use and abuse, man. It's a crazy system. But I agree with you, man. Bitcoin's that way out for sure. Um, to, to, before we let you plug in, Tarantula, because we, we've been talking for a little while now. So where does this go, man? Uh, uh, what happens with this potential, you know, other stimulus that's about to come out? Um, what do you see happening this summer uh, uh, with, with that whole situation? And how does it affect Bitcoin, in your opinion? Oh, potential upcoming government stimulus? Yep. Well, Somewhere I, know I heard. 
I know that mine, uh, if, if I see, I'm pushing tax losses from previous years to, to be able to harvest some of that stimulus, hopefully through, <laughs> through, uh, my spouse's W2 <laughs> and, uh, we've already dedicated any and all government cuck bucks straight to Bitcoin. Yes, sir. Love I hope yes, sir. and pray that people out there are smart enough to do the same because like I said, when a loaf of bread is $50 10 years from now and they're trying to retire, uh, a 401k that went up 120% is not going to help you. It, it's yeah. it's not going to help you. You need to be taking every cent you can get and sticking it into a hard asset. Uh, you know, you need to protect your energy, your life's energy, your work, you know, that mm -hmm. time you spent and, and effort you put, you need to be protecting that from inflation and theft through taxation and whatnot. And that only way you can do that is, is with Bitcoin. Yeah. Michael Saylor had a quote where it was like, you don't have to invest your money in Bitcoin, just the money that you want to keep. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's literally melting like an yeah. ice cube, as he said. So, yeah. I mean, if, if people are getting the stimulus and they're going out and they're doing something else with it, besides feeding their children or or keeping the roof on their head if they're not buying bitcoin with it and hell if you're losing your roof just let it go get it surf the couch and buy bitcoin and then build yourself back up somehow you'll you'll mm -hmm. thank yourself later but yeah, i agree i, I agree. mean if you got kids you use that money and feed them but i mean on, otherwise <laughs> on that very same note right housing market is crazy and I'm thinking I, I, I have a family, right? If I was a single guy, I'd probably sell the house, cash in on the equity, buy more Bitcoin, live in a cheap apartment for a bit. And I'd, you know, come up a whole nother coin or something. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, just thinking the ways of, you know, how can I accumulate more? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. That's real. Um, the, uh, the housing market is really getting to a point where I feel like in the next 24 months, we're going to see something significant happen uh, yeah. because people aren't going to be able to keep collecting unemployment from the government like this. If I mean, they're going to keep printing, right? But the money's not going to us. The money isn't going to like plebs. It, it, get siphoned back into the, mm -hmm. into the up top. So quite yeah. literally these, when this people's money that they're sitting at home collecting instead of going to work runs out and other people who were lacking jobs before actually step into those roles, those people are going to be out of luck and they're yeah. going to have, and those are, those people have houses now and, and, and other you know, obligations and loans outstanding that they're using this government money to pay with. And once it all comes to a head and stops, uh, somebody's going to be holding the bag and mm -hmm. a lot of people are going to lose their, their properties, like their asset, like not assets. I won't say because a house you live in and pay rent is a liability. Your car is a liability, but right. they're literally going to be losing it to the repo man, because the money's going to dry up from somewhere. And when they go to get the job back, the people that actually were willing to work, will have picked up the slack there by that point. And, and mm -hmm. I think that it might create like, uh, an effect that, you know, could have issues long-term. Totally agree with that. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. That's perfectly laid up. But I mean, yeah. there's other things as well that, that, <laughs> that are in the mix here that are causing problems. I mean, look at the, 
Look at the potential taxes they're talking about. It's just absurd. That that literally weird. is not helping anything. <laughs> they're yeah, they're they're weird. talking forty percent capital gains tax for people making four hundred thousand. And when the people who make four hundred thousand leave to a cheaper tax place or a place that doesn't have income taxes, that threshold that they're demanding it's going to go from 400,000 to 100,000 to 40,000. You know what I mean? And the, and the regular folks with the regular jobs are going to be stuck footing that tax bill. So yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a nightmare. You know, you know, when you, when you fuck up and then you kind of got to lean into it and you got to own you it. You got to double down on it. Yeah. It kind of seemed like that's what they're doing. They fucked up it's, and now it's like, they even go walking back. They, just they, go they in. never will. They never will though. What will happen yeah. is yeah. they will experience larger taxes and in turn, they'll pass those taxes on to prices and consumer goods and we yeah. will still eat the bill. For sure. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's what happened. That, Ron Paul posted something like that the other day. They're like, there's inflation. And there's taxes and the, and the double, the, the double tax is the inflation where the cost of goods goes up. So they still get theirs. It's, it's well, that's the thing. If they're getting taxed because they make so much money and they're saying they're going to tax them to appease the poor people, the poor people are blind and stupid because literally they're paying more for goods, not because of necessary inflation, but mm-hmm. because they're directly raising the prices of their products to counter the tax they're going to experience for being wealthy. Exactly. Right. And, uh, and then you and then you add inflation on top of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and, and I would argue that go ahead, we sorry. we put the bill here literally all day, every friggin' step of the way. It's bullshit. Yeah, and I would argue that you know those people are are, are dumb and mistaken by design because it's also a lack of information. Uh, the easy one is why isn't finance is taught in school? It's all right. a smoke so and mirror effect. If you don't know, you like, can't escape. If there are people out there who are blaming the government or this or that for their situation, you blame yourself for not educating yourself on what's going on. This is all happening right in front of your face. The laws are being passed right in front of your face. Educate yourself on what's being said in those bills so that you can, you know, when you see something ridiculous like that, you know, you're smart enough to respond to it and not just give a knee-jerk reaction because knee-jerk reactions are nice and they they spark controversial stupid things but a real response can actually warrant and make change you know and so i mean if people if if more of the complainers did more reading and self-educating they'd be able to position themselves in a better place to make change that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. It's up to the individual. Yeah. Um, it just, they just got to get a little piece of it, uh, like a little visual of what's going on. Um, at least where, where I grew up or whatever, it's like you're so busy trying to catch up that you're not even paying attention to what's going on. So it's well, very, you know, uh, but yeah, right. once you get a little sneak peek of it and you start like pulling at that rope, oh man, the whole shit just starts to come undone. You get angry too. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, man. It's a different thing, but that's that's my thing. It's like, you know, if you're, if you're spending most of your time chasing it, if you're spending most of your time distracted by design, by them, right? Um, well, it's, yeah, it's, very hard to, it's very hard to see through the smoke and mirrors. Right, that's the thing. You're not, and, and it is by design, you're not supposed to have enough time to go figure it out. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Right. Unless you got the finances to do it, but then that puts you in a... That gives you the ability to put yourself where you have the time, you yeah. know? So it's, is 
it's kind of hard, you know, they, mm-hmm. like I said, the system is built for you to be trapped. Right. Remember distracted I said that before. Financially right? and with your time. It's yeah. Yeah. That's hey, what I mean. they, distracted, control, yeah. they control your time. They control you. And so you got to literally kill yourself by doubling down on your time and then putting that somewhere else to make you to like, and make it more productive for you. Like I did my W2, I did, you know, I, and I used that money to invest in my operations and then I grew that. Right. So, but if you're not able to do that, like, and I worked many extra hours to be able to make that happen. If, if I wasn't willing to do that, I would have been tired and I had not controlled my time. I, I never would have, you know, gotten away from that that system yeah gotcha yeah great it's just that little peak man once you get in man the, down the rabbit hole you go man bitcoin mm-hmm. did that for me for sure um and i know this is an easy one especially with the breed loves of the world uh but the that that line uh what is money uh doesn't really mean shit until you go down bitcoin rabbit hole mm-hmm. right yeah because i could have asked that question a, t- a dozen times in my life and there's nothing that, like asking it now <laughs> that's why i'm a big fan of telling people they need to read the bitcoin standard once you sure. learn what money is from a base perspective like learn about the rye stones learn about the fall of rome through coin clipping and and the ridiculous leveraging they did through wars and everything learn about like how if you were to ask a roman why and how is this fall occurring during the fall? They would have looked at you like you were crazy, but the right. same thing's happening right now in yep. this country with our currency. And, and, and in that book, they talk about gold and its use and, and then it gets to Bitcoin at its core. And you see what money is, how it's viewed by the world, how it was perceived and, and how it's utilized. And then you look at what Bitcoin is in comparison to that. And once that light bulb moment occurs, it's a wrap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, sir. Yep. Yeah, totally awesome. Agree. Ben, you got anything else with Tarantula? No, I think we covered a lot of good things, man. Glad yeah, to uh, have you on. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having yeah, me. I appreciate yeah. it. Glad to connect. Yeah, yeah. This was yeah, this was fantastic. Uh, please, uh, Tarantula, let the let the followers know where they can follow you, where they could you know uh, catch up with you if you want to plug in the merch. Please. Oh yeah, man, definitely. Uh, I'm on Twitter. That's the only social media I engage in at Hollow Tarantula, and uh, I got that Bitcoin swag. It's a uh, low opsec. Uh, you're not, uh, you're not, uh, you know, going to be telling everybody you got Bitcoin, but at the same time, you can rep. You know, uh, hey. I got a lot of different uh, things on there that people can look at. The link to the shop, to the Bitcoin swag shop. It's in my twi- my uh, Twitter uh, profile. So if anybody wants to check that out, they can there. Yeah, yeah, we'll get all those links in the show notes or whatever. Uh, Hoddle Tarantula, you've been a fantastic follow, man. You've helped me personally. Um, I I don't want to just say Hoddle because there's a lot of Hoddles out there, so I'm just going to keep saying Tarantula. (laughs) That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Tarantula, you've helped me personally with my personal mining setup. Um, You're an awesome person to talk to. You're a well-informed guy, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We appreciate you, man. And uh, look forward to fucking around on Twitter with you, brother. Uh, respect hey i i enjoyed it you guys are great thanks a lot awesome awesome hey guys yeah please rate share and subscribe so we can continue to have these conversations that you love to have uh with all the call to actions hit the youtube hit the podcast apple your favorite platforms we're on lightning network please go support us stream us some satoshis it means a lot to us we appreciate y'all and we'll catch you next week hey remember stay pleb stay pleb hey Peace. Uh, ben, you're going to cut cool. that one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my, my recording ended up.